0: record we're on all we're right we're on we're we, we running uh camera 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 one camera camera two camera three road custom. hey siri time 26 minutes she's doing it doing it roll right, let's go
1: Bouncing along to that intro. I
0: noticed on the last one we didn't um, let it play for long enough. I thought we'd just let it play for a bit longer. (laughs) You know, we get into that little um, electro motif and it moves on to the the next vibe, really. Let's prolong the fade out. Why not, eh? Welcome back to the Creative Pursuit podcast brought to you by the team at Northern Powerhouse Media. I'm Adam Burkett. And I'm Scott Edwards. Um, And here we are, episode number
1: five. We're rolling through now.
0: We're getting there. We had a little bit of a break, didn't we?
1: We did. As, Your fault. Yeah, as mentioned <laughs> quickly in the last one, I, I took a bit of a week off.
0: You did, um, which was well overdue, actually. You needed a proper break, didn't you? It was good
1: fun, yeah. Um, yeah. You and Holly got to York. We went to York for a few days, yeah, and treated ourselves to a stay at the Grand. I mean, that's proper. It, was it, it amazing? It, uh, yeah. You really
0: enjoy it? It was amazing. A bit of luxury.
1: It was, I felt so far out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> not knowing how
0: to behave. I'm,
1: I'm used to like camping and stuff like that. I'm not used to staying in five-star hotels.
0: Well, you know what? It's got to be done occasionally.
1: We we, we took the um, took the plunge and did it for two nights. It was good fun.
0: Good, good, good. And you took your camera with you? I did, yeah. Did you do anything I nice with it? I took a
1: Lumix S5 II and I didn't actually take that many photos. I enjoyed not taking not. photos, which is really bizarre for me because um, I usually have my camera glued to my hand.
0: Yeah. Well, it's something we discussed a bit in the last episode. Yeah. About me personally, you know, the more I do professionally, yeah, you end the up more doing I less for yourself. do less for myself. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I think one thing I'm trying to do is still do that thing for myself. Like, I yeah. love making YouTube videos. That's my That's, your, that's, that's my, your jam outside yeah. of work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find the balance again
0: i'm always really impressed that you're able to um find fun creative stuff with cameras to do outside of work because i I need to do more of it i'm not very good at it Mm. because i just sort of when i look through the lens a little bit i feel like i'm doing my job yeah which is really sad
1: yeah i don't know what it is it fascinates me i can't get away from it yeah
0: no i envy it i really do envy it i need to start setting myself i think um Personal little photography projects, yeah, themes and
1: things like that. Yeah, um, one thing I did a few years ago when I was struggling with it, I set myself a thirty-day photography challenge. That's a nice idea. It's a, it's really good. You, you don't really have to take anything that you're proud of and that's good and that, or maybe that you that we class as good. Mm. It might be good in another way, but you it, just be taking a photo on your iPhone. Mm. But uh, what I tried to do was make it a shot that I was thinking about so i was thinking about photography it didn't have to be a, a good photo so yeah that was quite a good challenge i
0: think part of that is not not necessarily holding yourself to a particularly high standard when you do it for yourself yeah. and actually experiment and yeah. try new techniques and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff because you don't actually do a lot of that when you're on the job Yep. Yeah. you play within your safety zone of what you know yeah. you can do and how to do it yeah that's because you rich. can't try something for the first time and it'd be terrible.
1: Yeah, you don't want to do that and then it go wrong and exactly. then you screw the whole day shoot up and Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So oh, I'm glad that you took your camera anyway. Um yeah. I'm gonna start doing that. You know, when I started doing photography, my camera was glued to my hand as well for years, really. Yeah. yeah. Um I wouldn't leave the house without it, just in case there was an incredible sunset or You know, I found myself having to walk in the woods and whatever. I found some nature, some some birds or whatever. So I I would always have it with me.
1: You never know when it's like inspiration is going to strike. I wonder I wonder as well, like how
0: having a decent phone with decent camera on it has affected that as well. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting topic that we'll we'll probably uh, cover in another podcast.
1: The whole mobile photography photography thing. Because
0: there are some very, very good photographers who only use an iPhone, for example.
1: Yeah, and I've... uh, I don't know how I feel about it.
0: We'll talk about it properly, I suppose, another time. But, I mean, fundamentally, there's a reason why there's a great big lump of glass on the front of you, your yeah. proper camera, and a great big sensor behind it. You can't fake that. Software can get somewhere near it. but
1: It's getting v- scarily close.
0: Yeah. It really is. It is. But I think because my camera on my phone's pretty good, it's encouraged me not to take my massive heavy DSLR and big piece yeah, of glass yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I know that if I see something, I can, especially this one's now got like three lenses on it. Yeah. You've got a wide, a normal-ish one and a and a, and a sort of zoom, sort of telephoto. It's not the same, obviously, by some margin, but it does give you a bit more flexibility. Yeah. And you can shoot it raw on us. You can edit them properly it's now It's mad; It's
1: all happened so quickly. But yeah, I, I don't think you can beat just carrying your main camera. No, you're either.
0: right. And also, you I think when you are carrying a camera... You see life through the lens a little bit more. So you're not waiting for a yeah. moment to go, Oh, I'll get my phone out of my pocket. Yeah. Instead, you're looking for the shot.
1: Yeah. And there's a danger that you're missing out on other things. There's a, have you seen the film Secret Life of Walter Mitty? I haven't. There's a good bit in that because it's about a photographer. Is it? Yeah. I must watch. There's a good bit in that where I can't remember what it's a shot. I think it might be he's getting a shot of a polar bear, but he doesn't take the shot. Mm. Instead, he looks, he puts his camera down and just watches it because he wants to capture that moment for himself right. and remember it instead of remembering it through a camera lens. It's
0: a bit like going to a gig and filming it with your yeah, phone instead of enjoying exactly the that. moment. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's trying to find the balance between that, I guess.
0: It is, yeah. I've got some work to do on it. I need to take some more yeah. photos for myself, I mm-hmm. think. And I, I, I need to develop my skills a bit. Right. You know, I'm really keen to. On in certain areas of photography, yeah, do more anyway. That's yeah. one for another episode, I Yeah,
1: we could go off on a huge tangent about that, which we hours. do have a tendency <laughs> of doing. That. <laughs> on that note, I have had a little bit of fun, and you remember, um, we were on about a geek alert. Oh, yeah, have you yeah. got a noise?
0: <laughs> Excellent, okay. So, so, when we start talking about, we cameras, have a little alert to okay, just good push ourselves away. From I'm super <laughs> pleased with that, that's great, yeah, because, um. For those who haven't listened to every episode, the first episode, or I remember the second one, we geeked out a little bit and we talked about cameras and stuff with them. I and mean, with some of the feedback was like, they're dead interesting, yeah. but what's this? And what's this? And we, have, we need to qualify yeah, what we're we talking about just, a little bit more if we're going to geek out.
1: It's just us getting into our photography heads. Exactly. Yeah,
0: uh, I think yeah. we're not promising we won't do that again, but I think um, if we do, there will now be an alert. And we can warn you. And we can warn you. And also we're going to be very careful to explain things a little bit better yeah. to, in layman's and make terms Make it
1: inclusive for everyone exactly
0: we, yeah. we we're not intending on making a podcast that is just for photographers yep. or videographers uh, and the, the idea behind this has always been to be for everybody yeah um so we must make content for everybody yep um thanks again for those who've been in touch um with feedback we, we keep getting messages from people um Telling us how they much how much they like the podcast and what they'd like to hear how we think, how we could improve bits and pieces as well. So we're taking that very much on board. Yeah. Um, on Monday, just gone. No, it won't be by the time this goes out. When will it be? Yeah, Monday two weeks ago. Monday two weeks ago when Monday, this, ago out. When this <laughs> comes out. Um, episode four with James Sills. We had our first guest. Yeah, we had our first guest, and um, we've had some great people. Um, we've got all sorts of people coming back to us with some great feedback yeah and it's been fantastic we loved that didn't we
1: yeah it's great just to like know that we're giving a little bit that people might get a little bit of inspiration from Mm -hmm. or something like that it's it makes it all worthwhile i guess
0: it did and james was an absolutely fantastic guest yeah um he spoke brilliantly on on his expertise and um he's he's a great guy um what what were your sort of what the, what the major takeaways from you from that conversation
1: i think Um, to do with obviously the main topic of the podcast was singing but I think realizing that it singing doesn't necessarily have to be a creative outlet it might be a money-making thing for some people or it might be an enjoyable thing for someone else maybe they're in a band or they're in a choir but as well as all of that that we usually think about music and singing of it's quite healing because I've heard of I didn't say this in the last one because it hit. It, I remembered about it after, but I've heard of doctors prescribing singing mm-hmm. because it it helps that much. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just that whole side to it that doesn't really get spoken about.
0: There's um, a lot of therapy based around humming as well. Yeah, um, I've spoken to a few people about it, and it's something to do with the vagus nerve, which is a lot to do with uh, your fight, on fly, fly, fight or flight response. Sorry. Um, in terms of like anxiety and panic and heart racing and palpitations, all that kind of stuff. The va- I, I don't. I'm not a doctor. I don't understand what any of that is. But humming apparently has really healing and calming effects, and so people can be prescribed breathing exercises as part of that. As you're breathing out, just sort of go. Really. And the sort of vibrations and the oscillations is in the chest any- and stuff can be quite healing. This might and that's different. not woo woo stuff no, that's no, no, proper
1: no. proper
0: medicine stuff.
1: I can see that cuz this might sound completely bizarre to some people but you know a cat purr mm. when a cat is like sat on your chest purring mm. away it's really relaxing for you and the cat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I mean, if it's like
0: it might be a similar thing I yeah. don't know. I'm, I, I might be all related but yeah I I I thought the same thing because I think particularly in you know Normal societies, and particularly in the UK, singing is it's almost like a preserve of the elite, or, yeah. so, or certainly has stereotypes around it and expectations that singing is not for me if I can't sing. Yeah, a lot. Or, of I wish kid- I could sing, as James was saying. Everyone just says, "I wish I could sing." Yeah, but
1: um, a lot of like kids in school might, if they're singing or in a choir, they might get bullied. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's the whole perception of it.
0: Yeah, and just that thing. Lots, lots of people have hang-ups from things that their teachers said to them yeah. when they were young. Yeah. Um, you know, stand at the back and mime. Yeah. You know, um, that can stop you singing for the rest of your life. Yeah. And everybody can sing. Yeah. Everyone, there's so many people that they think they can't, and it's not about X Factor. It's not about a performative result. Yeah. It's not about anything other than what it means to you. And it can be for health. Yeah. It can be for meditation. It can be to sing to your kids it can be for enjoyment to sing in the shower yeah that might be the absolute yeah like success of yeah. your journey you might sing enjoy
1: belting as your favorite track out in the car totally yeah
0: i think the other thing that i really thought a lot about after the discussion was um the community benefits of singing as well yeah in that it brings it brings people together to do a th- to do a thing together yeah um we can't and and one of the things james said that really sticks with me is we can't all speak at the same time but we can yeah. sing at the same time yeah um and it's as old as time you know even before language there was singing or grunting or chanting or whatever it might have been you know doing that together as a as an act of togetherness and um well-being yeah the the, the benefits are just massive I really hope um, people listening to that episode sort of have some takeaways from it. In I might, might, maybe, might look into it. Yeah. A little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they probably will. Hopefully.
0: I hope some of those stereotypes we can, uh, you know, we address some of those stereotypes yeah. in terms of like the types of people who sing. Yep. Yeah. Forget that everybody, everybody should sings, and yeah. everybody does sing. Yeah. yeah. Um, even yeah. if you just, you know, on your way home from work and you're belting something out yeah. to your favorite tune. That's a result. You'll feel better for it. Yeah. And therefore, there's there's a, an output.
1: 100%. 100%. Um, do we want to have a quick recap of what we've been up to over this last few weeks? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe well, not even the last few weeks, the last
0: couple of months. It's been a very busy start to 2023. Yeah. Uh, all in all.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you have some numbers of yeah, o- was, over the years?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at um at it since just just because I felt like we were really busy and, and it turns out, yeah, we are. We have been very busy. Um, so we started Northern Powerhouse Media commercially uh, halfway through 2020 in the midst of the um, the lockdowns in 2020. Um, so at that point, I was a hobbyist, obsessed, enthusiast photographer. Yeah. Uh, that was the period of time where... you never let your camera go. Yeah, I was taking yeah. thousands of shots of anything and everything. So when my work with my events company dried up overnight, I thought, well, now's as good an opportunity as any to see if I can monetize this to try and earn a living because yep. I didn't know what was going to happen with the events company, which survived and is now still running. But um, at the time, I didn't know that that would necessarily be the case. So I was looking for the next branch to swing onto. Yeah. So I started getting a bit of commercial work. I'm um, I'll try, You know, I'll have a look. What work was I doing? Um... So I was doing some... ah, okay. So I was doing some events early before the lockdown. So I was going shooting at corporate events, which was a hell of a learning curve because I was doing, you know, flash photography, two cameras, dealing with really dark settings, all this. That was a hell of a learning thing. I was shooting a lot of um, portrait and sort of lifestyle model photography and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was doing a lot for other musicians and... uh, lot of studio i was trying to develop my studio skills
1: creative portraiture messing around with lights exactly yeah
0: um i was trying to do as much because that was and still is probably my favorite personal type of photography working with flash yeah and studio studio lights and stuff and i wish we did more of that actually um so i was doing a bit of that and then i got in i got a client um at a gym right i started doing um sports photography yeah um and the year before, I'd done a bit of sports photography at the Ashes, uh, the oh, cricket in the summer. I got. Don't,
1: I'm so jealous of that. I don't know how I blagged it. Well,
0: I do know how I blagged it. Like, my events company was doing all the entertainment for the hospitality for the whole Summer World Cup in 2019. Yeah. And then the Ashes. And because I was there in a capacity as management for all of that, I got access to all areas and I just said, can I have a photography pass, please? So oh I taught my, my camera. God. And I just got access everywhere and oh. um, took some. Some of my favourite photos.
1: Just saying, it's the ashes in three months' time. You have mentioned it. <laughs> I am very, very excited. I'll see what we can do. I'm working on, on it. It's on camera now. I'm working on it, I can say no more.
0: So yeah, sports photography. I really got into sports photography. I did a lot of motorsport photography at the time. Yeah. Just going off on my own to Alton Park and Silverstone and, yeah, yeah. and trying to shoot cars and trying to bring some motion blur into stuff. Yeah. And again, developing my skills. But we only did 15, we, I did 15 photography shoots commercially yep. in yep. year one. In year two, so 2021, and this is before we had any regular clients or whatever. How many did we do there? Let me select. Oops, Let's try again. So we did 97 in year two. So what's that? Seven a month or something like yeah. that. Again, with the gym, did a very cool shoot for Seven Brothers, um brewery uh lots of events in between lockdowns and stuff in 2021 and then we started working for stories the state agent in um about i guess that would have been april it might even be march it might come in up to our two-year anniversary with stories actually Ooh. um what else was in uh yes yeah, more events um all sorts of little bits and pieces, lots of events. Um, some, oh, some product photography in there as well. There's a
1: complete mix of TEDx, things. TEDx, we got a
0: TEDx job that year.
1: TEDx is cool. Yeah. But that's still going on now as well. Like even now, there's still a complete mix of different things that we do.
0: And I think we've always, there's two trains of thinking. One is become a specialist and do that and do that and do that and do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Become the expert in that niche. Yep. Yeah. And market the hell out of that niche and become the go-to guys for that thing. I've never been like that. Mm. I like a bit of broad variety variety in terms of the work we do, and I like developing my skills in different areas. Yeah. So we've become known for a few different things. Like events is something I've always done a lot of because of my association with events. Um, we've become experts at at property, real estate. Yeah. Real estate is
1: is real estate. Is it called that over here? Do we just call State it that? Estate agency, I don't know. Real estate. Very I think thing. within
0: the, f- the photography fraternity, you know, yeah. real estate is kind of the, the genre of photography or, or, or content creation. And we do video and we do photography for that. Yeah. And we're really proud of the work that we do that because it's not normal sort of content
1: yeah. for re- real estate's high-end and stuff. you're allowed to be... Very creative. creative with it, yeah.
0: And I would never have never have thought that when we got into it, that it would give us so much creative license. Yeah. I thought it was going to be really prescriptive, yep. really boring, taking pictures of rooms, blah, blah, blah. But we are staging them. We're helping to stage them. We're doing sets. It's kind of like when we go and do a, a, sh- a shoot for property, it's kind of like a lifestyle shoot for Cheshire Life or something. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to capture a lifestyle and make it aspirational to try and sh- engage potential viewers and go, I can see myself living in that yeah. house. And it's not just taking pictures of the rooms. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. That's a very I think probably a lot of I don't wanna say this really, but a lot of places will see it like that. Mm. But when you do end up thinking about trying to get the viewer thinking the the air in that house. Yeah. Then it gets a lot more exciting. And
0: we're constantly evolving that as well and trying yeah. to add new ideas. Um, I had a good chat with the guys at Stories a few weeks ago about starting to use models, right. a- actors and stuff within the shoots to create real lifestyle content. Yep. Um, so that's mega. W- yeah. We love doing that. And yeah, we're going do fun. more of that.
1: Yeah. And the videos as well. I love making the videos for it. Yeah. You're trying to plot a route around the house that looks cool mm. and then include a load of natural looking stuff as well. So you're not just showing the room, you're doing present a video with them walking a the route around the house. Yeah. So they can imagine them walking through the house exactly, and just showing that presenter not living in it, but doing natural things in there. Yeah, and exploring the house. Yeah, so every house is completely different. It's never the same thing again. And
0: it's super creative. And as I said, like we we never thought it would be. Yeah. But yeah, it's become something we love doing yeah. to the point where we've now we've been talking about a sub-brand to Northern Powerhouse Media yep. in Northern Property Media. Yep. which we, Still NPM. Still NPM. Clever. The email address doesn't change. It's useful. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I've got enough. I've got enough email addresses, <laughs> honestly. Um, but what it means is, um, again, to appeal to that niche market as we are experts in that field, we can market ourselves yeah. in that field. More so then we're effectively...
1: Trying the best of both worlds.
0: Exactly. And we got. To be, I think we've got to be careful not to be too complicated about it and doing too many brands and sub-brands and all these sorts of things. I don't want to do that. I think Northern Powerhouse Media now, running for three years or so, we've got to the point where we understand what our specialties are. Yep. You know, and we're growing those, those fields of expertise. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think property is one we can focus yeah. in on. I
1: think as well, though, when it comes to, niching down as people say Mm. it takes a while to know what route you want to go in Mm. you can't do that straight away
0: i never would have guessed it would be real estate yeah when i started this i didn't think we
1: were gonna real estate specialists yeah it's the same with my youtube channel when i first started it you hear people say it needs to be about one specific thing i Mm. didn't have a clue what the hell i was doing i was just making videos and having fun yeah making music and, well, and, and dare
0: I say this podcast might be the same yeah we're only five episodes in and yeah. we might find ourselves niching
1: yeah exactly
0: I hate using that as an <laughs> adjective it's horrible <laughs> it's
1: bad English. Yeah. Ni- but n- niche niche Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, who knows where it might go yeah. and I think you only you just you've got to be part of the journey and be open-minded I think yeah so um so that was 21 uh 22 so we did what I don't have to say 80 80 odd shoots in 21 in 22 how many did we do 187 so we doubled doubled. from 21 to 22 but in 23 23 (laughs) it's just (laughs) gone so by the end of february how many have we done
1: Uh, what did we 42 wasn't it 42 individual projects so we've done a quarter of last year already in two months in two months yeah it's been mad as well as 42 projects we've done a lot of traveling up and down the country
0: there's been a few miles under our belt yeah yeah
1: it's been a busy few months.
0: It has, and and we launched the Creative Pursuit, and amongst all that, on the first of February. <laughs> I even thought about it. yeah, we've done all this stuff. We've as done well. all this stuff as well. That's yeah. not even included in the forty-two. um So yeah, it's a busy start, and and I'm pleased about that because obviously you want your business to be doing well. I think the economic climate we're in at the moment means nothing is sure. Yeah uh it's a difficult time for a lot of people cost of living crisis and all the rest of it and you never know you know growing a business at these times is quite challenging i think so yeah. it's, it's a good indication that we're busy and not only that we're not relying on any individual clients or anything particularly do you know what i mean that we've yeah. got a good spread yep um and i love working with our ongoing cl- accounts yeah because you develop relationships and it makes it fun it does, because you are all part of the same team. Yeah. And, you know... Um, you can have a laugh with them. You all get on. And we're developing greater and greater content all the time. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone feels um, secure enough to be able to chuck ideas in the yeah, room.
1: Yeah, and it's always pushing on for that next new thing that works really exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: So that's been yeah. really great. It's been a great start to the year. What have you got coming up then?
1: Um, so we're going to be putting a lot more time into this, the creative pursuit, as well as, um, a lot more estate agency, real estate stuff over the next few weeks. So uh, we're going to do a lot calendar. more pushing, aren't we? On the, yeah.
0: the Northern property media yeah. brand.
1: Yeah. And, uh, adding a bit to the website all about that. Um, and yeah, we developed the Instagram page, created a new Instagram page. Um, so it's all about putting a lot of time into our own stuff so we can push that yeah. for the next few weeks
0: yeah um yeah there's that and there's, I think you've got some some more, quite a few shoots booked in in terms of real estate actually um, we've got some product stuff to do as well we've got we all don't. that stuff in that box that we need to yeah. shoot at some point yeah um, Um, Most of my my time has been taken up last month with a monster of a project. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a sec. Should we do a quick um, cannon break? Quick cannon break.
1: Frong one. (laughs) Still (laughs) going.
0: I suppose technically it was a geek alert because Uh, it's a Canon related (laughs) issue. So, you know, without going into too much geekage, um, you know, that pesky Canon in the middle there, Camera 2, needs resetting every 30 minutes. It's still there.
1: Although, I mean, we're at a point. Did you mention something earlier about another new camera?
0: Yeah, so we're at a point where um, avid listeners (laughs) (laughs) will know that we bought a Canon S, sorry, a Lumix S5 II about a month ago. Um, which we've been using for videography quite a lot, and it's an uh, incredible videography hybrid hybrid camera. Yep,
1: yeah. that's not my alarm.
0: No, that's my alarm. <laughs> different, different. That was that was the Canon time. I better restart it. Um, it's all going on. <laughs> Crikey, we're giving people heart attacks they're listening on their dog walks. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pro- professional media house here, yeah. top quality content. Um, yeah, S 52 has been brilliant as a hybrid video camera thus far yeah. but we couldn't use it as a stills photography that's uh, a stills camera because adobe hadn't updated their software to allow us to edit raw files from this new camera
1: yeah but now they have we
0: really do need that we started. um stop oh, not no, that, that one. one's going God, this is awful we're gonna need to work on this um anyway we've, we've now started using it as a, as a stills camera and it's really good mega it's mega impressed by my the favourite camera stuff. I've ever used. And and as we've discussed ad nauseum before, it's not just its capabilities, but its value for money just can't be ignored. And I think it is turning the heads of a lot of Sony and, and Canon 100%, users. And yeah. and how, how can it not? When you're looking at the capabilities of it, the quality of its output, its usability, um but for, you know, two thirds the price or even half the price in some cases. Of Of the equivalent sort of cannon stuff, so anyway we 're going to go and buy another one uh, another s five two I think um the question then says, do we keep the cannon break?
1: I think so. why we not put it, put it out
0: to the listeners? yeah is the cannon break annoying I or, think, or we, should we keep, we keep it? it there just
1: to annoy cannon? <laughs> <laughs> until
0: they sort it out. Yeah. It's an interesting well, thing. I've, I've actually quite enjoyed the canon break over the episodes because it's a little punctuation mark, as we said, a little comma. Yeah, it breaks it up. Breaks up breaks what up. can be a long form conversation. Yeah. So I've quite enjoyed it. Until our first interview, I found it annoying when we interviewed James, I have to say. Did you? And the reason is because you can be in the middle of something really good, in a deep conversation, you have to say, I'm so sorry, can you stop whilst we fix this camera yeah Does that when it's just true? you and me i doing a podcast because it'll dance around it a little bit and yeah. it's no big deal and the 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 like nature of the conversation isn't quite as long form or deep on a subject but i just it did i don't know i'll be interesting to know what listeners yeah have to say if about it, it
1: Sound if it flows or if it sounds forced, is it i guess is it
0: annoying like yeah. if you could program it so like it's a good time for a little interview interlude i yeah. listened to the adam buxton podcast and adam um does his own jingles and stuff, and they're brilliant and they're really funny. And he puts them in quite often to break up conversation, but he'll do it at a, a, a moment that needs breaking up yeah. or a change of subject yeah. or whatever. Whereas this is like in the middle of something. You know, yeah. Hang yeah. on, bit of fake Fleetwood.
1: Yeah. So I'd be
0: interested to know what people yeah. think about that. There is that
1: side to it, I guess.
0: Yeah. What yeah. were we talking about? What am I up to? Uh,
1: we'd just finished off talking about how busy it had been.
0: That's right, yeah. So I've got this big project coming up. Um, I've been in pre-production for a big, um, a big filming session, five-day filming, which is on continental Europe, going into Denmark and to Norway. So I'm flying out on Sunday this week and we've got two days filming in in Denmark and then we have a travel day and then we have one day filming in Norway and I'm back at the end of next week, um really exciting project and this yep. has taken up all my time um we're working with we've outsourced the, a lot of the film work for this one mm-hmm. because it's in europe and there's a lot of um moving parts yep. so there's a crew of four of us going over along with the clients uk uk-based clients Yep. but they're looking for that they've got international investors and they are showing what they're doing and they're an amazing company i've talked about them a little bit before yeah. but basically their model is that they turn waste cardboard into usable wood so flooring and furniture and all sorts uh, and it's a very very green process um so obviously it's reusing what we have on the planet rather yeah. than making new stuff and the actual process of the transformation from cardboard to wood is very green as well it's not using any sort of like toxins and glues and all stuff. It's yep. all done using repurposed paper mill machinery. It's an amazing concept and yep. they've got massive, great big visions for it. and um, we are creating two films for them. Yep. One is a kind of movie trailer style, um sort of theatrical, cinematic um sort of trailer, I suppose is the best way of putting it. So it's going to be a few minutes long. It's gonna be emotive, it's gonna be powerful and it's going to it's designed to make people want to be part of this yeah because their their aspirations for this are global it's not just a business that they want to grow they want they genuinely these fantastic team and they want to change the planet and they find they think they've got a fantastic solution to help do that yeah and it's not pie in the sky stuff they've done it they have a plant in north wales and they're already doing, it. doing it yeah so they just want to scale it up and they just need need, need some some money to do it so they're looking for investment um so that so two films. One is the little trailer, the cinematic thing, and one will be the um, one will be more of like a mini documentary. Yeah. And we're filming um, luminaries and investors, and we've even got the Norwegian government, I think, uh, involved. Um, so yeah, I'm quite excited. It's a big one. It's a massive one. Yeah. yeah. It's a really big one. As I say, it's taken up the vast majority of my headspace for last month. Yeah. Lots of creative meetings. Lots of production meetings. Um, a really good team I think we've got around us to deliver this um, and then we've got the post-production side of things obviously we've got the the week abroad next week and then the following week we're doing filming in the the, the UK plant the current factory yeah yep. um, once it's all done we're then going to host a premiere event live from the factory in, yep. in the UK um, sort of a, a watch party an international watch party premiere effectively of both films Yeah. To potential investors and stakeholders and all the rest of it, and we'll be doing that as well. Yeah, yeah. Don't know when that is Yeah, Probably April or May. I would think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just goes to show, you know. I mean, that's, that's that's one of the biggest projects we've we've done in our short life as a Northern Powerhouse Media. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we are pushing ourselves, um, and it sort of led to a bit of a conversation we had about about sort of self doubt and, yeah. and confidence in your work, and I wonder whether that's the sort of Not that we have any doubts whether we can do this, but it's important to push yourself. And we are pushing ourselves with this logistically and and in
1: terms of this. I think it's a common thing with creative people in general, to be honest, struggling with self-doubt and anxiety, I guess. I know I've always struggled with it. Um, And I tend to overthink things a lot. That's probably one of my things I struggle with the most is overthinking and thinking that I'm not really good enough to do it do it do anything Mm. um so then that could in turn stop you from doing things i think what i'm interested
0: in is is it creative people who feel like that Mm. or is it the creative work that makes people feel like that you know for example yeah it's a good question is it the sort of people that go into creative things or naturally have a predisposition to anxiety or overthought or you know, imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff Yeah, or is it the nature of the work that we do is quite subjective and therefore you can't tangibly say it's better or worse in a lot of cases because it's a case of whether someone likes it and all that matters is
1: who, yeah, whether the client likes got, it Yeah, everyone's got different tastes
0: Right, so a, a photograph you
1: find on Instagram you might love and I might go, well that's not for me
0: Yeah So does that mean that their work is good or
1: bad? Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem because you start comparing yourself to others.
0: Right, and that's the. I think compa- oh, there's a good saying somewhere. Comparison is the. Some, it's not a good thing. I can't. I'll, I'll have to dig that. that Comparison quote. is not a good thing. Yeah, but uh, that's not the quote. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find the quote. No, um, but it's true though. It's it is. Not a good it, thing. It, it is good. good
1: um, find yeah, it, there's that thing as well. Like if you had two photographers and you were both taking a picture of the exact same thing mm. you would never end up with anything near the same photo yeah it would always be completely different because everyone sees the world completely differently
0: yeah and i think it's difficult to know where the line is because you can technically look at some a photograph and go technically that's a good photo yep it's but well exposed like- it's crea- it's got good composition yeah it's been you know edited or well, whatever yeah but
1: then there's but is it a th- good photo because there's other things to think about, like, is that photo telling a story? Yeah. And that's, I think that's what interests me in a photo a lot more than the story technical telling. side, yeah.
0: Again, but that's your your perspective. Yeah. It might be different to mine or anyone else's. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I, th- I wonder if that is the cause of, of the self-doubt or the lack of belief in yourself, or thinking it, because there's no, like, it's not a race where it's the st- against the stopwatch or, like, it's not about, you know, photography or, or creative pursuits within careers or, or in life they're not necessarily about how much money you can earn out of it yeah if I if you earn X amount and you earn Y amount doesn't yeah. mean you're a better photographer yeah, because exactly. you earn more out of it yeah do you know what I mean there's loads of other factors yeah Um. but comparison I think is something that's very real and it affects a lot of creatives in video and photo because yeah. you go on Instagram you see other people's work you go oh my God, that's amazing I can't do that yeah Um. I found the quote Theodore Roosevelt. Okay.
1: He once said, "Comparison is the thief of joy." I have heard that before. Yeah, and it's absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely. it's very true. So, yeah. there is so many things that go into in our, our case, like a photograph. So many things that go into into it, whether it's story, technical ability, or whatever. It's different for everyone, and it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. If any, if if you think it's good. And someone else doesn't necessarily like it it doesn't matter because you like it and that should be the only thing that matters
0: yeah we have a guest coming up on the next podcast um ian turpin yeah Who's a brilliant photographer not a commercial photographer doesn't do it for money just does it for himself does it for himself i'm really interested to talk to him about this sort of stuff I, i find his work completely inspiring mainly because he doesn't care what anyone else thinks yeah it's not the reason for him taking the photos. There's a lot to take from that. Mega, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. that's to come. That is to come. Um, shall we leave it there?
1: Yeah, I. I just talking about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. There is my favorite ever quote. Go on, hit us. This is from David Bowie. Oh, it's already started. Well, <laughs> and it is. It's so true. And it says, always, my, my dad first showed me this. He's got it hung up on his wall. Um, and it says, always go a little further into the water than you're, always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being. Go a little bit out of your depth. And when you don't feel your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting
0: yeah i've heard that before i've seen it and it's so true it is
1: so true Yeah. so
0: being, being in your comfort zone as a creative doesn't really push you on it
1: doesn't get you anywhere
0: um so it is maybe okay to feel a bit out of your depth yeah
1: or maybe that is just learning a new skill or something well, how are you ever going to develop on your
0: camera how are you ever going to develop yeah that's a nice place to end it i would yeah. say
1: i love it yeah favorite quote thanks um, very much for tuning in again um where can people find us Scott They can find us on Instagram at northern.powerhouse.media our website is npmedia.co.uk and you can find us on YouTube at the creative pursuit
0: can indeed um thanks very much for everyone who tunes in and again thank you for um all the feedback that you've offered us over the last few weeks as we said we, we're still still getting our feet under the desk so to speak with mm. this podcast and figuring out how it works we'd love to know what you thought of um the james sills episode number four yep. the interview what takeaways you had from that in terms of uh, any thoughts on the, the the content of the podcast the way we did the podcast and also just from james himself um, and we'd totally um, encourage you to go and look at his work and look at his activities and choirs and stuff. If you're based in the northwest or Chester or North Wales, there's loads of stuff that James does. That if you're interested, go in, well, go along yeah. and have a go and see how you get on. Um, the podcast we've decided is going to now launch every two weeks on maybe, a Monday. On a Monday, so you'll have the audio every two weeks on a Monday morning. Hopefully, the video as well on YouTube, but that certainly won't be far behind. And um, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's about
0: it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one.
1: The right one that time. Yeah, you did well. (laughs)